Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I was super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. This is TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era of making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P Pam known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray Rand, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We gotta do it together. A life of wealth. We living like the living forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. Yeah. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. Be incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, Denar, Tony, Raven, where you at? Where you People at? waiting on the Intel call to hit you back. Uh. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Listen. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Yeah. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. Yeah. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. We got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight till the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, wait with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
To start conference recording, press 1. The recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duel, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Monday, August 22nd, 2022. Raven 98 here, along with. Good morning, TNT. It is a marvelous Monday morning. And we're right back at it again. Interesting weekend. So, anyway, Ray, we didn't see anything out, right? Nope. No updates went out. Oh. We had some updates, but Ray was partying too hard, so I couldn't get him to do it. No, I'm just joking. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but you were right this time. Huh? <laughs> I said you were right this time. Oh. <laughs> um, Tish did, in fact, put in the form, and she actually moved it on Friday. Well, I asked all you guys to go and read, which was Alawi's resignation letter, all 10 pages. So I would really, really be impressed. I'm really impressed, even though you guys don't care if I'm impressed or not. I know. But I'm just letting you know. If everybody who has a question on this call today could tell me they actually read that. <laughs> I mean, actually read those 10 pages and know what we're talking about here right now. So, because uh, it was great information, great threat, uh, well, not threat, facts out there of why he did what he did and how it's actually going to change everything. And we're going to get into it right now. Um, nothing's going on with the banks, guys, so forget it. If anybody else told you it was, again, it is not happening. It's not going to happen at this moment with this confusion. Now, and I'm just telling you guys, after the 31st and we see what happens, it's going to be every possibility for it to happen at any moment, in my opinion. After the 31st, depending on what happens, we'll get to that or any time before that if they come to an agreement, which doesn't look likely. So Al-Kazimi has asked everybody to come to the table once again for a dialogue. Let's have a meeting. Let's talk about it. Everything else. And once again, Sadar says, I am not sitting with the corrupt. Not only am I not sitting with them, I'm not talking to them, and I'm not believing any of the lies that they tell because they're just lying. And we knew that's what it came down to. And they are. 
The frameworks come out over the weekend talking about they're going to have meetings. They're going to set parliament up in another part of the country. They get ready to take the vote. All that is what they're saying is getting ready to happen in the next couple of days. So yes, they said in the next couple of hours. Alabusi comes out and says all that was misinformation. It was wrong. Uh, other members of the framework come out and say only half of the members agreed to it, where the framework said it was unanimous. I mean, everything. Um, but even more important than that, now we have two um, ministers or ex-ministers who have put out on Twitter that they're willing to go even one step further than Alawi did. Since he did that part, when I said, I'm going to do more, I'm going to tell you exact names, instances, everything. I'm going to expose it all. And when I do, the Sardis movement and their followers will not stop until these people are removed, until they are toppled in this government. But before I do it, I need protection from the international community. So he put that out. As soon as he did, another minister put out in response to it, if he does, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to tell you everything, and we're going to name names, places, dates, times. We're going to put it all out there. So we're waiting to see. Exactly. Does that happen later today? Does that happen tomorrow? Do they go and kill both of them before they can do it? I don't know. <laughs> He was going to say, I'm recording this right now so everybody knows. I'm recording it. So we're looking for a mini um, explosion if that, in fact, does happen. But is that going to force the framework and some of their people to say, wait a minute, things are starting to go the other way? People we didn't expect to start stepping up or stepping up about to expose everything. And he did say that once I do, the framework will lose all of its support once I put this information out. So we got to look at that and see, is that reason enough or is it threat enough for them to actually go and try and make some kind of agreement with Sadar? And Sadar saying there is no agreement except dissolve parliament. There's no way. We talked about it weeks ago, days ago. I'm sure we talked about it on Friday. Sydney's not going to let them put in a temporary government, because that's what they're calling it, where they can then change everything, because now they got a legitimate government. Oh, no, we're going to vote two years from now. Oh, no, we're not going to change the way this votes. We're going to do this or that or anything else. He's not trusting any of it. Guess why it's not trusted, for you guys who don't know? There was a leak, leaked information, a leaked plan, where it shows, and the framework did make an announcement, said that their Sustani guy is ready and already has his people selected for their positions. Well, that information was leaked out to Sadar that they're going to replace the integrity guy. 
that they're going to replace the guy in charge of terrorist operations, that they're going to replace their CIA guy or uh, intelligence guy. And all the positions where Sadar has people, weakening him, his power, his authority, removing all his people from those positions. This is why two weeks ago, Sadar said, I'm not even going to talk to you from now on because I know the plan. It was leaked to him, and the article says it was leaked to him by the U.S. intelligence. They told him, hey, wait, they're setting you up. Even though the U.S. says we're not involved, we don't care who wins, whatever, but they told him they're setting you up. As soon as they get in there, they're going to take control of everything. But we don't care who wins, who loses. We're not even involved in it. Uh, as most people look from the outside, the U.S. is losing its uh, influence in Iraq, just like they said Iran is. But the U.S., it looks like it's losing it because they don't care. So they're losing interest in the whole thing. And we could afford to lose interest. We could afford to say we don't care who takes over. If the mindset has changed now, and they may have, all we want you to do is have a government revalue so we can get our money and do whatever you want. So everybody can get paid, change the value, and know we're going to get oil for the next 80 years at $2 a barrel, regardless of who runs the country. That part will not change. I would hate it if we've done just what uh, the framework has done, people in power over here, is completely decided we don't care about the Iraqi citizen anymore. All we want is the money, the power or the authority. Because Sadar is putting that out there. These guys, this meeting that they're having, none of them were about any of the reform information. None of them was about the people. Uh, nothing in the meeting was about services and changes that we're going to make in jobs and food and that. It was all about who stays in power in what position and where the money continues to flow. And that's why he's saying he's not participating in it because it's not a reformist government. That's why he knows what I think most of us know and have been able to see a long time ago, that if Maliki gets his way and they get a temporary government, then nothing's going to change. I mean, the RV's still going to happen. Like I said, because there's going to be a government there. And that's all we need now, because the money is there, everything else. They fit the criteria. All the other countries are there. It's just about is anybody doing anything for for the people of Iraq. The other thing you got to look at is uh, there's two other things that can influence everything we're seeing. China is actually going in again, and uh, we had confessions of an economic hitman, which we've clearly done in Iraq through the wars and everything else, which China is clearly doing right now and you look at it as going in the back door or whatever, they're building a 1,000 schools. 
Their contract and agreement is to build 8,000 schools and other buildings, locations, factories, everything else. Now, Maliki saying he doesn't like it because the deals aren't fair. It's not in favor of Iraq. And it's not. And Iran doesn't like it because China's getting influenced. This is what they're doing. They're saying we're going to build all these buildings, malls, everything else, but it all has to be done through Chinese companies. And who's making the money? Who's profiting now? But, <clears throat> excuse me, they're saying they're going to give Iraq $300 million, $3 billion, but it could only be used on the product or the project that China itself is involved in in Iraq. You want to say, sure, I don't care. Build the skyscraper, build the schools. Our kids will get an education anyway, but their people get the majority of the job. China's bringing in their own labor. Well, if they're bringing in their own labor, that means they got to bring in housing for that labor along with it. They got to change street signs for that labor along with it. They got to add Chinese channels to their stations. Chinese language signs everywhere. I don't know if you guys know it, and I'm not. This isn't a negative thing. This is a reality thing. Here in Sacramento, we have Chinatown like they do in San Francisco. You drive down the street, and I swear you just drive it. The whole culture changes. Everything you look like in another country. Every sign you see is in Chinese, every store, every location, just that. Not just that. I mean, we got a little Saigon over here. We got a little Italy over here. We got, But those are just things that, that happen. And now China's saying, this is what we're going to do in Iraq. So much so that the contractors are saying they couldn't talk to Chinese people in Iraq. So instead of Chinese learning how to speak uh, their language in Iraq, Iraqs are learning how to speak Chinese. Understand that's coming to this country because you know when I was in Korea, so things. Believe me, I tr- I tried to learn how to speak Korean because you know I lived downtown, so I had to walk the streets and live, and I had to talk to people. So. I learned their language, and I got frustrated, and I did, when people would come off the base or come over there and, you know, holler at people, talking about, speak English, God, you know, speak English. I was like, how are you going to tell them to speak English to you in their country? That didn't make no sense to me. You need to learn how to speak their language. Same thing here. Same thing there. How are you going to go to a country, build it up, give out jobs, and tell anybody Hey, I don't care we're in the U.S. If you want to work at this factory, this one, you need you need to learn how to speak Chinese, or you need to learn how to speak German, or you need. I don't care that we're in the U.S. because that's what's happening. So now they're influencing them economically, culturally, and their decisions, and they're doing it in a smart way because they're doing what we usually do, and we actually have that we did it through the oil industry 
the banking system and everything, indebting Iraq to them. But some of them actually realize it, but it's in places we don't need you. We need to take our own money and do our own projects. But so many people are signing on. Why? Because so much corruption. Because they're getting paid. They're looking the other way. And that is a big thing over there. So if we're looking at what's going on today, tomorrow, let's say, we're waiting for an answer from the framework. We're waiting for an answer from Al Kazimi going to Saudi Arabia, which he did, and coming back for them to somehow realize, which they know already, there is not going to be a temporary government. There can't be a new government because it's not going to take a vote in Parliament. Halabusi came out and said it today. I don't care what the framework says, how many of them say it, we're not going to have a Parliament session until there is an agreement in place because that would just cause more chaos. Minister members are saying we don't want to have a Parliament session in Kurdistan or anywhere else. Because then we're gonna people are gonna say we're not a legitimate government because we didn't do it in Parliament in Baghdad. That would just create more chaos. So if we know it, like you guys know, the only way this could end come out incorrect is for them to agree to Sadar's terms. Why do you keep dragging it up? Because Maliki thinks he can convince everybody that Sadar is wrong. And because Maliki has, right now, the backing of Iran. And we know they're embedded in their government. But what happens, guys, and this is what we've been waiting to see, if the Iran nuclear deal is revived today, tomorrow, or Friday? Because we don't know when it's going to be. The U.S. is holding it up. Uh, Iran is complaining right now today. We gave it to you. The European Union said this is the final draft. Why are you not responding? Because we haven't responded. Even though they gave them five demands and they've already dropped some of those. Today, they said they dropped some of those. Here, let's just get this thing going. So they're waiting for the response back from the U.S. if the agreement goes through. And like I said, they immediately, and I don't blame them, they want that $7 billion yesterday. <laughs> they want all 18 of their banks to be released. The one condition that Biden said he would not do that they want, he would not remove um, a group off the terrorist list that they want removed off. He said that's not going to happen that group will remain on the terrorist list. But that's all we're talking about. Because as I tell you guys, once they get their freedom, shackles off, money, agreements, they can start bringing in their own contracts again. They can, in fact, loosen up and do what most countries do. I was going to say what the U.S. does, but what most countries do. Look at Maliki and say, we don't need you no more. So go fend for yourself and let's see what happens. And I, and I think 
in the end, that's what we're going to see is just at what point do we get this. I think in the end, that's why the judiciary set the date for the 31st because they know, well, we are hoping anyway, that that new deal will be announced and it will change everything and whether they still have to support Maliki or not, or like Sadar says, they'll do the right thing. And in the end, either way, on the 31st, whatever they choose to do is not the right thing. Sadar has announced today and his people that that is the red line, the red card, and what goes on from there goes on, which he just says, there's escalation to the next level. And we all know what that is because it's the only thing that's left. Burn it down, build it back up. Burn it down and take over. And the U.S. says, okay, we weren't involved, but here's your temporary government again. Your caretaker, whatever. Let's go with the RV and build it up so we know who gets the vote next time. Anyway, in a nutshell, you got a whole weekend's worth of knowledge and 10 minutes. All right, Ray, let's do it. Okay. First caller, well, first person in Q&A is Patty. Patty says, can the court push the date further out as we come closer to the end of the month? They can change the date as much as they want. You know, different than our courts. The judge makes a decision, he extends it, sends it, but that's the date that's set. I don't know if Sadar will accept them extending it any further, but yeah, courts can do what they want. All right, what's next? Okay, come on, RV Great. says, is there? Yes. There's some people in the background. Go ahead. Okay. Come on, RV says, is there anything that could supersede the court's ruling on Parliament being dissolved by August 30? Nobody said. Parliament was going to be dissolved by August 30th. They said they would make a ruling on the lawsuit that was filed to dissolve Parliament on the 31st. That don't mean it's going to happen on that day. We just don't know okay. what direction we're going in from that moment on. All right, go ahead. Do you, do you think the UN will step in before the 30th? Sadar has asked the UN to step in right now. He went to the UN, said, I want a public debate on live TV so everybody will know what's going on. Maliki said, why? Why we got to do that? Why we got to do that on live TV? So he didn't want to do it. One of the uh, other ministers said she would do it as long as Sadar guarantees her safety. But Sadar is saying, I've got no response back from the UN on our request to do that. Maliki doesn't want to do anything in public. He said, the, this is actually what he said, the people have nothing to do with it. It's not about the people. It's about us running the government, how we do it. Why do we need the people involved? And Sadar is just saying, that's the opposite. So, yeah, they are asking the U.N. to help. The U.N. and the U.S. did both ask Kurdistan to name a president, though. So they, let's get this part out the way and see where we go from here. 
at least have an agreement on who it is, and they haven't done that yet. All right, what's next? TP40 says, I had thought that several of the investor contracts were going to begin on the 15th of this month. Did they begin, or do they need to start negotiations over? I don't know that they need to negotiate over. They need to change the date, obviously. That date was set weeks and months ago because everybody projected this would be over by then, but it's not. Guys, the contracts, the RV, none of that can happen until this is resolved. But everything's set up for as soon as it's resolved and we know what direction. So we know, again, we always know it's going to happen. We just don't know when. But everything else is agreed upon. So, no, that date was a projected date. All right. Okay. That takes us to live callers. 352, area code, you are on. What's up, guys? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, Tony, I see you, I think it was last week, where they recovered another $231 million. I mean, a million dinar. Now, the problem with that, I read again where there's one guy complaining it was 125 degrees. He said the food was spoiling in the refrigerator. In the, in the, well, the refrigerator, I guess. And he had to go get ice to try and save what he had and, and stay cool. And there's another situation with a lady. Her husband died from COVID. He left her with seven kids. She went down to get help. And they told her they couldn't do anything for her because they didn't have a budget. I don't see how the people in that country going to sustain from not doing something, man. I mean, they, they're going to have to get rowdy or something. I mean, it's something going to eventually jump off. I mean, it's a spark, but this is definitely going to turn into something super, super big if they don't do something soon. What do you think about it? I think I read the same articles you did, and they told her they would absolutely help her when the budget passed. <laughs> well, they would absolutely help her when the food services law and they could spend the money. But until they have a government, they can't do that. That's what they told us. We're, our hands are tied, but we understand and we will help you when we're able to help you. But you're right. The people are going to get tired of it. And I see it happening, and everybody realizes it. People are actually saying it. Look, guys, I don't care what government we form. If Sadar is not happy and the people aren't happy, they're going to blow it up anyway. So the solution is somehow figure out how to make this guy happy. That's all. Uh, one of their ministers came out and said, look, let's do this. Let's pick a couple of names. Give the names to Sadar and say, you pick who you want. <laughs> Here's some guys, you pick who you want. And see if you're willing to do that instead of us trying to force feed something down the throat to make it look like, you know, he made decisions. But he's comfortable with it. But he's comfortable with Al Kazim, the one guy they don't want. Now, a number of members said they're willing to go with Al Kazim, except for the framework, because they're saying the same thing that Sadar is. They're saying, no, that's Sadar's guy. They're saying no because Al Kazim has already changed the rules, the laws, everything against everything they're doing already, and we know that. So that's the one guy they don't want. 
and the one who they do want, whoever it is, they're going to feel they can control them. Even if you gave me five names, well, uh, is your five brothers, is your five cousins, is your five friends, and you want me to pick which one of them I think you're not going to be able to control? And that's why Tadar is saying doesn't make sense, and I'm not going with any of them. <laughs> but in the end, yeah, I do think the people, either way, if Sadar doesn't win, if reform doesn't take place first, and that's what he's saying, first, which means do away with Parliament and all these guys, do the vote. If it doesn't take place first, then the people are going to have no choice but to create an upright. Now, uh, I saw also I also saw what he was talking about the uh, food service law. I think they say what the, it, it it expires at the end of the year. It expires at the end of the year. They would have to vote it in all over again because oh it's temporary for the twenty two budget. Well, at the end of the year, they're supposed to be operating off of the twenty three budget. So they'd have to go back in and do it all over again. Just a mess, man. <laughs> okay. Okay, buddy. Thank you. Buddy. All, right. all right. Thank you, sir. Nine seven two. Erica, you are on. Hey, fellas. Danny in Dallas. Hey, Danny. Hey, man. How you doing? Oh, well, it's a little different around here. We we got some places close to ten inches of rain for the last uh, thirty six hours. And uh, I can't go to work. I'm sitting at home. It's too wet to work. I'm not used to this. So uh, I, I'm listening intently to everything you say. <laughs> I got to tell you, I um, I was watching that this morning, and uh, I was actually feeling sorry not just for Texas but the whole Midwest. And it says that you got a whole summer's worth of rain in 24 hours. That's <laughs> yes, sir. unprecedented. Yes. And, uh, man, just take care of yourself and people. In oh, yeah. So you guys are going through this. Right. I rode around for. Wait, you cut out. We can't hear you. I rode around a little bit this morning. It's pretty rough on the roads, but it's. It looks like a normal rain right now. I'm enjoying, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Bluebell ice cream. I've got uh, yeah. three half gallons here in the freezer, and I'm just going to uh, entertain myself today with Bluebell ice cream. <laughs> and, and have a, a good time with it. Okay, uh, on the subject. It uh, it doesn't sound much more encouraging today, but you you seem to change from the 30th of the month to the 31st. Is that just because the 30th will come and then we'll be able to see something on the 31st that uh, that may be enhancing? What do you think on that? No, I thought the the date they set was the 31st that the court set. I thought I thought you said it was the 30th. I'm you know I'm not. Uh, I, I'd take your word rather than mine. Yeah, I just uh, it sounded a little bit different, and and they're not going to do it on that date. They're going to give uh, at least a judgment on that date. Uh, so uh, perhaps things will be a little clearer. 
Yeah, one way or the other, but it's going to be clear. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, if they judge, which we're hoping, I'm hoping anyway, they say you're right, Parliament didn't do their job, they're dissolved, let's go on. That means no chaos in the street, no nothing. We'll just go with the new vote. We're all hoping and praying that, that that's the way they go. If it goes that any other way, it's going to be all bad. And that would be a new election? You said vote. Is that what you're talking about, election? Yes. That's the okay. schedule a new election. Leave Al-Kazimi, say law, in place. Just schedule it for six months. And in that six months, they have to change the rules, you know, to a more democratic, like our own government, uh, instead of, uh, you know, you automatically get there through that. They just got to change your constitution in that time frame. So... We'll see what happens. Yeah. And the reason they would change the Constitution is because uh, it, the U.S. put it together and it's inadequate for their situation? Is that is that uh, the way you explained it? Absolutely right. The U.S. Yeah. put it together. They, they're saying that. We didn't know. We don't have a clue. You know, Saddam was our Constitution. So now the U.S. Yeah. went over there, put it together, Everybody agreed. This is what you guys are going to live by from now on. And it was done so fast. It was inadequate. There's holes all in it. Or we wouldn't be where we are today. And yeah. that's the thing that they have to fix. All right. Well, we're hoping they fix it. Uh, it could happen after the court decision on the 31st. And uh, because, as you said last time, the U.S. is satisfied with uh, with what Iraq has done. They just don't. Uh, they want they, like everybody else. They need a government. They need a government. But think of this: and, and experts are saying the U.S. has lost interest. They just want the money, or the U.S. has come out and ambassador. Look, we're not going to pick sides, and we're willing to work with any government that comes up. But somebody leaked some stuff to Sadar to let him know. They think okay. out what yeah. you think they are. And it's right. been found out that the U.S. did that too. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on us. Oh, my. Well, yeah. uh, we're, still, we're still in it for the long haul. So uh, I guess I'll remain in my uh, observation seat here and listen intently to the rest of the call. Thank you, fellas, for what you're doing. Appreciate you, Ray. Take care. See you guys. Sure. All right. Okay, thank you, thank sir. You. 360, Erico, you are on. Well, good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. It's Walt. Hey, sir. Good hey, afternoon. how you doing, man? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, uh, Tony, all things considered. I think it's uh, – I oh, and first, uh, I read that paper. Um, okay. I was surprised. Yep, and it was you were right. It was a it was a really good article. The only thing that really stuck out in my mind was because he mentioned corruption. He mentioned the pervasiveness of it. I think he put in perspective when he said it's in every element of their society, every element of it, and the idea that he also used the word murder and. Later on, he said that, you know, he's he's old, he's tired, and he's only was only supposed to be doing this for a couple of weeks, unlike anybody you know. 
<laughs> and uh, so uh, the bottom line was is that um, he didn't say, and that's what I think was the thing, is that ultimately the threats to him would have taken a greater turn now uh, if he had stayed in and tried to sway whatever elements that he would have influence with to stay the course. And I don't think he believed that was possible. And I thought he didn't figure that he owed the country his life uh, to stay in. And that's just my opinion uh, after reading it. But the idea that uh, all the, the, the stealing continues and uh, they they've tried to put things in place and that's all been blocked and that was all revealed in his article or his paper that his resignation. But I guess the the things that um, I I think he put in perspective was is that this is the divide has never been greater uh, amongst the people versus the politicians and. Um, I think that's that's a case that we can identify with. We wonder who's thinking for who and how they're doing it and why. So they're in a spot. There's no question about that. And now they got more corruption to look after to find out who the Chinese bought off to get the agreements they did to have China come in and not have to hire all Iraqis and have to have to start convert and put Chinese uh, billboards up and so forth. Tony, I have to tell you that you sounded a little conservative to me when you said, you know, when you were in other countries, you learned their language. And this is the United States. Go to Miami and look at the signs, the highway signs. They're in Spanish. And the idea that English is our language has been eroded and degraded by those folks in government that thought there's a better way to do this. And so we've lost, uh, we've lost the battle of to come to America, you want to learn our language so that you can speak our language and so that we can understand you. And so I think there's a, there's a lot from that article that uh, can be uh, taken to heart. And I, uh, I, don't, I don't see how they're going to be able to pull off and I, I, I commented on this on one of uh, the original posts was by Tish about whether or not um, the the opportunity to allow another country to come in there and stipulate what they did. And if you look at China, Russia, and Iran, that's who we want to turn the Middle East over to. I, I find that almost unfathomable, especially at the current political climate. So why, who's making our choices and our decisions and so forth, I don't think has improved much over the previous people that were making the decisions because we won't be any better off, they won't be better off, if we um, fall in line and, and do what our leaders have said, oh, that's the best way. So I, I have considerable uh, suspicion about that. I'd be curious to know what your thoughts are, and I'll, I'll close right now so that Ray won't 
think that I'm going to come back with another one because I'm not. Um, I would make <laughs> one presentation to Danny, and that would be buy a raincoat because um, where I live, right now it's been 100 degrees, 90s, 80s, and um, I haven't needed a raincoat, but any other time of the year I needed one. And you only need one when it's raining. So if it doesn't rain much, you don't have to buy a real good one, but you just have to take care of it. So that's what I would recommend for Nanny. They buy a raincoat. That would mean go to work and not eat too much ice cream because then he couldn't get under the house. But, uh, uh, just Danny. So that's that's what I got, right. and I appreciate know your impressions. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Ray. Uh, all right, thank you, sir. So, all right, sir. First of all, let me uh, clear up the conservatives of this person, guys. Years ago, I don't know if you guys uh, know. Yeah, I mean, it was years ago. I don't know, four or five years ago. Not that long. When the uh, President of Australia, they call him President, Prime Minister, whatever he is, declared that the only language in Australia is English. If anybody comes to our country, he said, which anybody can come, but they must learn English. I agree a thousand percent. I did. I was like, that makes sense to me. When I went to Korea, I had to learn Korean, you know. I go to Japan, I have to learn Japanese because it's their country. It's their language. Not only does it make sense, it's respectful to me. I can't come over this, to another country and demand they learn English. Oh, let me tell you guys a joke. Good, it is. Mira, and I'll tell you guys over the years. What do you call somebody who knows three languages? Trilingual. What do you call somebody who knows two languages? Bilingual. What do you call somebody who knows one language? American. All around the globe. That's what they say. If you know one language, you must be American. So. I think the same thing with our country. When I see people here in our government, which I worked for in two different capacities, not only encourage you, but they reward you if you speak more than one language. They absolutely do. If you guys didn't know it, if you speak more than one language, you can get different positions. You are a different pay scale. You get different benefits. They absolutely do that if, if you do. But I think the same thing here. When I go to, because, you know, I go to different restaurants. I go to different areas of town, everything else. And I mean, because I eat and buy different things, but I want the same thing. And I get frustrated because I can't understand what the hell you're saying. You know what <laughs> Or can you, no, 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 believe me, it's something different. I go through the life too. But I do think if you're in a country, you should learn that country's language and participate. Okay. As far as what China is doing to Iraq, which is what we care about, and how smoothly they're doing it and getting away with it, yeah, it was bribes, and everybody knows it because it doesn't make any sense. 
They're giving us all this money. We're all over here clapping and waving. But they're saying the only way we can spend it is to pay companies that they set up and employees that they bring over to build structures that they're going to send their own kids to school in. But that's what's going to happen. But yet, the Iraqi government is going to owe them for doing that. And the agreement against was only 30% of our workers have to be Iraqi. That means 70% are Chinese that we're coming over here paying more money than you're making, going to build better houses than you live in, everything else. But we're still putting your country in debt because our businesses, unlike your guys, will know how to take advantage of this privatization of the economy whenever you guys figure it out. Because they are. They're going to take advantage of them. Private companies are going to come up everywhere. They're going to own everything. But if you guys Google it and you can look at it, China did the same thing here. They own a lot of our skyscrapers in D.C., in, in, in New York, in Chicago. They own real estate. They own banks. They own 30% of Wells Fargo. They put their own banks up. They're trying to buy into private electricity companies, stock markets. Now, some things we actually let them do, even though we monitor China says we can't do it. You can't come into China and buy real estate. No, we don't let foreigners do that. You can't buy land. No, we don't let you do that. You can't start banks over here. We don't let you do that because that's all the ways we're taking advantage of you in these other countries. But some people look at it. I was just surprised that Maliki was the guy that was upset about it. And he was only upset because he didn't get paid and because he knows Iran wants to come in and do the same things because they're going to have the money to do it. And that's who he supported. So it was somebody else. So they will have to look into it. It's all about the corruption. And that's what these members of parliament will get ready to expose everything. That's what Sadar is saying. That's what the people are saying. The corruption is just too much, guys. And it's hurting the people too much. And somewhere it has to change. And and I gotta agree with Sadar. You're right. If the court doesn't change it right now, so everybody can go on, then the only choice you have is to burn it down dismiss the government, dismiss the courts, dismiss all of them, start it over. Now with their own guidance. But I don't see that they're going to have any choice after that. Anyway. All right. Thanks, Walt. What's next? Right. 386 area code. You're next. Ah, good morning and good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you today? I'm super fantastic. How are you? I'm super fantastic, Tony. I got a question for you, Tony. Do you think this will go into September and October? No, I don't think it's going to go into September. I know it's going to go into September because they're not making a decision until August the 31st. So it has to go into September. Okay, now, whether you think or not it'll go it'll into October. October, I have no idea. 
It depends on how it happens or what happens. Do what? All right. Let me ask you. Do you think we're going to have to wait till the end of the year? Oh. Uh, I don't think so. But again, that's where the 31st comes in. If they do the right thing and they set the time frame, then no. It depends on what time frame. If they say, hey, we got a new government, but we're taking the vote in 60 days, that's September, October. By November, they're voting. And once again, it comes out. And if the new rules are in place like they're supposed to be and whoever wins, wins, then we go on. The money's there. Like they said, they got $80 billion. They're going to have $90 billion reserve by the end of the year. 82 is what they actually have, which is more than they had before Saddam Hussein, before 2003. So they're already over that threshold that people kept saying, wait till they get back. Wait till the country comes Well, the country's back. And it's exploding even more. They got more gold than they ever had. They just came out and said, we got 80 years worth of oil in the ground. They have the international banking system. The only problems they have is too much corruption and no government. And if they solve both of those by the end of the year, we'll see an RV by the end of the year. Now, as it goes into December, I'm just saying whenever the 60 days, because that's what we got to look at. We'll see it by the first. We could see it tomorrow if this is resolved. That's the thing we don't know. They could shock the whole world. It's resolved. It's agreement. Sadar is happy. We only have to wait for 60 days because it's going to be what it's going to be in 60 days. Let's do this part. It could change everything. They dissolve the government right away? Could that be a good thing? Yes, it could be a good thing. Like I said, because if they dissolve the government and leave Al-Kazimi in charge, Sheila in charge, and he can go ahead and continue making the changes, that's a great thing. If he can then give them the rate back while they're waiting prior to the vote, that's an even better thing for Star to win, if that's what we're trying to influence. Okay, that's all I wanted to know, gentlemen. I say all right. God bless you. All right. You have a great day. All right, you too. Thank you, sir. Six one zero, you're on. Hey, good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It Greetings. is G-Man NBA. Hey, man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic, gentlemen. And if it's okay, Ray, I'm going to do the long version. That okay today? Sure. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com. Clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree, 
Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. That way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website. Click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here Instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name on the card, and your debit or credit card information. In that block where you type in your name on the card, after you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice, and in that same block, type in your phone number. Again, that helps Ray track the payments as they come in. So again, to donate electronically, go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here Instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page. You'll be asked to type in your email address, your name on the card, and your debit or credit card information. In that block where you type in your name on the card, after you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice, and in that same block, type in your phone number. That helps Ray track the payments as they come in. After you have typed in your debit or credit card information, at the bottom of the page is that blue pay key. After you have clicked on that blue pay key, stay on the page for a second or two. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT Blog Talk Radio Show. This way you know your payments have gone through fully. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there, making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that back. And as Ray has taught us, Remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principle, KYW, know your worth, and Vegas, 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 and Raleigh, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home style North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite rest of the day. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. I really do. And, and All I right. really You're very welcome, gentlemen. That you come and, and do that every day. I want you guys to know we started this call without that. 
because it was Monday. Ray just got off a week vacation. I wanted to make sure he got some work in. <laughs> it was close. Let's just go ahead and do it. So we're here doing it. All right. Okay. Let's see. Three zero three. Erica, you are on. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm trying something new. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Great. 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 Uh, firstly. Uh, Danny needs to try Turkey Hill ice cream, which is, uh, I think, a step above Bluebell, number one, okay? Number two, I have to uh, confess I'm a little despondent hearing Amiri, Al-Kazimi, Sadar, Maliki, uh, the dissolution of the government, and, uh, geez, what else? We got the uh, UN, et cetera. But I appreciate so much you guys being our cheerleader and keeping the uh, the positive uh, positive vibrations flowing. So thank you for that. Uh, the question today has to do with reports on on the Zim and uh, how we are, are going to be receiving the the proceeds of our exchange. What do you make of the report that nearly 1% will be uh, available for your purposes uh, at the exchange, and maybe you get another 5 or 10% over the next five, six months. Uh, what do you think about that? Did we share that? Um, Give you that information? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, answer Ray's question first. <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I missing something? I didn't mean to. I just wanted to uh, get your Listen. take on all the reports okay. that are in, in the various articles. I'm, I'm going to give it to you. We never, well, years ago, I did tell you that they were going to try to put out a, a paper plan for all the currencies, not just the Zen, because they were going to try and do that. And then they decided to do away with it. Nowhere, not any bank we have ever talked to, not anybody that has already exchanged, which we know some people have, ever got paid out 1% and then 5% and 80%. There's no contracts on the one currency. They don't even make sense. You're going to take them all in the bank together. They're going to count them out, and they're going to pay you in dollars. They're going to be paid out um, at the same time with an interest rate. Now, again, nowhere have we ever said you're going to go turn your Zim in and get 1% in 5% in five months or six months. And I believe, guys, honestly, people are just making up some stuff because they have nothing else to talk to you about. So they're just making it because no bank is telling them that. I got people at every single bank, and no bank is saying that. No bank is saying that's how their payout is going to go of any currency. So my only thing can be is you guys are making up something just to talk to you, just to get some clicks on their site, people in their name, whatever. And the only other rationalization I can think of is these people belong to some group, and that's how their group is going to pay them, 
while their group is going to have access to all the money immediately, they may only pay it out to those individuals like that. And that was a problem signing up with groups to start with. They get your money, not you. So that was crazy. But that's the only explanation. No, I don't even think it's possible to pay you 1% of $20 million, $100 million, and I'm just going to keep your money for five months. I mean, who does that make sense to? I appreciate your emphatic, uh, positive response to that. Uh, Lastly, Tony, I want to thank you so much for uh, getting on your soapbox to talk about the pride that we should be taking about everybody who comes into the country to learn English. It's great that they have their cultures, but it's not for the public exchange. I have to tell you that I went through Ellis Island in 1946, and, you know, it was great that we had to learn English. And I think everybody ought to be required to do that. This is nonsense that we, uh, uh, what do I want to say, Uh, dilute or uh, (laughs) take away the impact of what it is that makes this country run. And as I say, it's nice that people have their own uh, ethics, I should say, uh, their own affiliation to their homeland and their cultures. But English is the, the, the pride of America, and all I can say is we need to be uh, emphasizing that. Thank you very much. Okay. And, again, I agree. When I go to another country, I try to speak their language. They should do the same thing when they come here. I absolutely agree with you. Okay. You're right on target. Thank you very much for that. Everybody needs to incorporate that thought as we move forward more yeah. uh, immigrants coming in. Thank you very much, gentlemen. All the best. Thank you. Uh, All right. Thank you, sir. Let's see. The other hands that were up are no longer up. So that was the last hand that was up. Okay, then. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Might it sound depressing, confusing, Uh, just chaotic to you guys, but believe it or not, everything that's happening right now is bringing this to a conclusion, one way or the other. We're going to know, I can't wait for the 31st to get here just to see what the courts do, because that's going to be, you know, the straw that breaks the camel's back, one way or the other. Now, we're always going to have the RV. The only question is, are we going to have it, well, like they said, before the end of the year or at the new year. But we're going to have it. And the only thing that we can look at in our saving grace is, again, as oil continues to rise, as their reserves continue to rise, doing what they're doing, it just means our rate gets higher when it happens. So I'm enjoying every moment of it. And I'm going to tell you, What I always recommend, if you can, continue to purchase Dong Dinar, if you can, because you're only going to get richer for it. So, in the meantime, in between time, I want you guys to do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. All right, Rich. Work it. All right. 
That's it for today's segment of the TNT conference call. We'll be back on Hump Day Wednesday. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
Conference recording press one. This session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. We are out of here. Enjoy your Monday.